Thank you for tuning in today. We believe that the word of God is designed and has the ability to radically change your life. This series, Think Rich, Live Wealthy, is designed to change the way you think concerning finances and the life that you're living so that you can enjoy everything that God not only has promised for you, but everything that he has you living in today. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the message. Glory to God. Well, I'm excited to see you here tonight and excited about all of you who have logged on tonight to hear the word of God because I promise you it'll be a blessing because every word from God is meant to cause us to grow, to expand, to transform, and to become more than what we were or be revealed to us more of who we are than when we walked in. Amen. And so we are teaching on the uh, uh, message, still teaching on thinking rich and living wealthy. And that has to have a mindset. And that's what we've really been talking about is the mindset that you have to have in order to take advantage of everything that God desires to do for us. It all starts with our thinking. When you think about what Paul said, he, was all, he said, I beseech you. It's almost like I beg of you. I employ you. Listen to what I'm saying. In Romans, he said, you know, that... Uh, we renew our minds, that we renew our minds. He said, present your body, present all of you to me. And then he said, and then be transformed by the entire, not just parts, he said, by the entire renewal of your mind so you can prove, so you'll have proof for yourself. So it won't just be something people say to you, but it's, I have proof for myself you know, about the good things of God. So God wants us all to have testimonies of victory in every area of our lives. And he just wants those testimonies. I believe he just wants them multiplied. Not I had a testimony 10 years ago. You know, that's almost like having a steak, a good steak 10 years ago. I mean, you can't really enjoy it. I mean, you may have a memory that I had it, but you, you can't taste it. And God says in his word, taste and see that I am good. And I think we just need to keep tasting. What do you all think? Keep tasting, keep tasting. When something is good on a menu, you find yourself always ordering that thing. Hallelujah. I believe that's where God wants us to be at a place where we're always understanding that when we hear the word of God, it is meant for us to partake, for us to eat the word. Amen. And consume the word so that the nutrients that the word has will produce health yes. in every area of our lives. Amen. Yes. Praise God. So again, um, still talking about the mind. We, like I said, we'll get into some practical things. But unless we get the foundation straight, then you know what God wants to do with us, uh, we'll be on shaky ground. I've heard people say, you know, God did this for me. I'm just trying to figure out how to get him to do it again. I'm just trying to figure out how, how I... In other words, I want to live in this place of wealth. I don't want to visit it and then go away and then visit it and then it goes away. And remember, we talked about wealth is a mindset. When we're talking about being a wealthy person here, we're talking about having a mindset. Amen. So this is, this, I'm going to read this to you, but uh, concerning us and concerning relying on God and understanding that he is our source. Uh, when we don't have 
a relationship or a revelation of God's faithfulness and love, we feel personally and solely responsible to be on the lookout for danger and threats. When we don't understand that God is a creator who brings supernatural multiplication and increase in abundance, it's easy to live with a constant assumption that whatever little bit we have is all there really is. If we don't have a revelation of God's faithfulness, if we don't have a revelation of God's love, we start to feel personally, personally responsible for everything that we get. We say, it's on me. You know how people say, I got, you know, what is, I got to go and hit the grind. You know, I've forgotten some of those words, thank God. <laughs> that my, my language has changed to the point that some stuff I can't even re remember anymore. Praise Jesus. <laughs> and prayerfully, that's happening with you as well because God wants us to use the language of heaven. He wants us to use the language of faith. He wants us to use the language that uh, he's teaching us, living in a different world, living in this world, but not being of this world. Amen. Let us go to uh, Hebrews chapter 8. Hebrews chapter 8, and we're going to look in the uh, New King James Version. Understand this. This is my title. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. God will take care of me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10. And it reads, ah, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. I love that so much. He's going to be my God, and I'm going to be his people because God takes care of his people. Now, this is not something that Paul came up with. This is actually a passage of scripture that Paul pulled from Jeremiah. So let's go there, Jeremiah chapter 31. Verse 33, he said, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. That should be so consoling to us. And so in looking at this, sometimes people are like, okay, he was talking to the house of Israel. I know when I first read it, I, I was like, okay, I hear he, okay, but it says Israel. It says the house of Israel. So let's look at John, John chapter 10, because he indeed is still talking to us. I don't take anything for granted that some people may look at the Bible sometimes like I do. And I saw he said he's going to be their God and their, you know, they were going to be his people. <laughs> John chapter 10 and verse 16. This is what Jesus said. He said, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they will hear my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. So he is indeed talking to us. He said, Jesus said, 
you know, I'm, 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 I'm making these promises, a God making these promises about this new covenant. And then he, Jesus says, you know, he's not just talking to the Jews here. He said, I got other people that I plan to bring in. I plan to bring the Gentiles in as well. And so, of course, you know, we can give a yay, praise the Lord. And, you know, he's like, no more am I going to, you know, count your iniquities towards you. No longer am I going to look at, you know, your sin. And sometimes we don't realize the, uh, how great that is sometimes because we're not living in a season where when you do something that God doesn't like, there are most of the time instant repercussions for it. I mean, it, 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 in the Old Testament, you didn't do what God said do. You all know, Pastor Brian talked about, you know, you could be eaten by worms. Uh, at one time when, when there was a rebellion going on in the camp, uh, God told Moses, okay, you go stand in front of the mountain and you ask all those people who for him, for me to step over here. And so people moved and other people stayed. He said, all right, all right. Y'all don't like what Moses said. All right, earth opened up, consumed them all. You know, I can only, you know, how you use your imagination. It opens up. And I'm not thinking it's an earthquake where it's shaking or anything. You know, the other people will have been affected. No, hole opens up, swallows them up, them, their children. You know, man, I don't know. I just been so running from my husband. It'd be just like, you know what? We won, but on this one, I, you know what? Make up your own mind. This now is a vertical relationship. <laughs> I thought it was me, you, and God, but now it's just me and God. I, I'm going over there where Moses is. But he just opened up the ground, swallows the people up. All their possessions, look, poor animals. I mean, dogs, cats, fish, whatever they had, anything that they said they owned, God just opened up the earth, swallowed them, and covered it back up like nothing hadn't happened. It was like, hey, you used to be here, but you're not. <laughs> and so, so Jewish people kind of had a reason to be scared of, it's like, whew, you just don't know. And then him handing out all those rules, you know, you steal something, cut the hand off of, that you took it with and putting people's eyes out. I mean, I just decided, let me just look at some of these, these ordinances that God had. I mean, they are mind-blowing, the stuff that God was telling those people. And I was like, I don't even know. I'd just probably be sitting in my house somewhere scared to move. Unfortunately, that probably was a sin, too. <laughs> because, I mean, he, he addressed, you, you know, your bull kills another person's bull, and then you have to... Uh, uh, pay the person back for the bull, but you don't have to kill the bull this time unless the bull kills another bull, and then you have to pay them for the bull and kill your bull because you didn't tie him up. I'm telling you, it was just that nitpicky. Now, it's different if you were a slave and got killed than if you was a free person and got killed, whether you got paid back or not. I'm just saying, those people know they wanted to, they want to be in our day. They wanted to be in this day where we have forgiveness and we don't have to walk on eggshells because I'm so sorry, God, 
I forgot that one. I forgot I was supposed to tie my bull, I think it is, on the left side of your house on a certain day. It can't be, oops, God, I fell asleep. It's like, uh, sorry, penalty, penalty, penalty. It's, it's like the angels walked around with, you know, how those people do those uh, uh, tickets when you park too long at the meters. It's like, you know how they ride up and down? It's like, uh-huh, got you, got you. Uh-huh, yeah, you forgot to close your left eye before you put your offering in. Gotcha. I was a watcher. I mean, it had to take a whole host of everybody to see what you were doing. But guess what? God found out you did it. So when we talk about God is going to be our God and we're going to be his people, man, that's, that's like shouting, praise God, hallelujah, glory to God. I mean, thank you for forgiving, you know, my iniquities and my sins. But God was just saying, it's just how you cannot be perfect. So be grateful. Lord, be grateful <laughs> that we live under this new covenant that he's offering to us, amen? Because understand this, God is faithful. God does what he says he's going to do. God is faithful, and we have to trust in the faithfulness of God. We got to trust in the faithfulness of God that he is going to do what he says he's going to do. He's going to do what he promised that he is going to do. Let's look at uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Let's start at verse 1. This is Paul, and he says, Finally, brethren, looking in New King James, Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified. He's like, I pray that the word of God spreads rapidly so more people can know concerning the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he says that, the, that it runs swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men for not all have faith. He said, but the Lord is faithful. But the, after having said all of that, he says, but the Lord is faithful faithful, who will establish you and guard you from, e from the evil one. So he says, I don't care what's happening in your life. God is faithful. You keep that at the forefront of your thinking. You, you, that's, that's, what, that's what we need to um, magnify in our own minds that God is faithful. God is going to come through. God is going to do what he promised that he, was going, that he was going to do. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Verse 24. And it says, He who calls you is faithful who will do it. He who called you is faithful. God didn't just call us out of darkness, we say into his marvelous light, but God called us and he positioned us in his kingdom. He, he made a decision that we would be a part of his family. And the Bible says that Moses, in the book of Hebrews, Moses took care of his house, the things regarding him. He says, well, Jesus, most certainly he's going to take care of his house. And he said, and we are his house. Yes. So he says, that God is faithful. He said, like he said, who will do it? 
God is faithful. He will do it. Do what? Do whatever it is he said he was going to do. God is faithful. And I know sometimes you're like, man, that's such a simple message. But you know what? If you don't get the simple message, there's no need of you getting some kind of deep revelation about something else because it ain't going to work for you. And if it does, you don't know when and how and what made it take place. And So it's not learning of a whole bunch of scriptures, where, I, but I do encourage you, you know, to read the Bible. You need to know what it says so you'll know what he's faithful to. But I'm saying knowing a whole bunch of scriptures is not what causes things to work. It's faithfulness. Understanding God is faithful. Glory to God. Let's look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2. 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm going to read this out of New King James, and I want to read it out of the Passion Bible also. But he says, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. God said, I can't deny who I am. Just because you're not faithful don't mean I'm not faithful to who I am. I know who I am. I am God, and I'm faithful, and I'm true to myself. I don't lie to myself. You know, we, have, we sometimes can lie to our own selves, but God says, no, I don't, I don't lie to myself. I don't look in the mirror and say I'm something that I'm not. God said, I am who I say I am. That's who I am. And I can't be anybody else other than who I am. So even if you're not faithful, I'm still God. Hallelujah. In the Passion Bible, he says, But even if we are faithless, he will still be full of faith, for he never wavers in his faithfulness to us. He never wavers in his faithfulness to us. Never wavers. Amen? Amen. Let's look at James chapter 1. We're going to look at verse 17. We're going to stay in the Passion Translation. It says, every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of light who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadows or darkness and is never subject to change. He said, he's, he's never, he is true. He is, I'm not subject to change. God said, I, he said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yes. I'm not going to change. What I said, I'm in it. And I'm going to hold true to it. And we all used to say this all the time, and we do love it, don't we? We're going to go to the NIV translation, and let us look at Numbers 23 and 19. Ooh, who don't remember that? Numbers 23 and verse 19. God is not a man. We can start right there. Praise God. God is not a man. Because men are subject to change their mind. And some not, sometimes not because they want to, but circumstances keep them from doing something. Sometimes people will promise you something, but then they'll find out that conditions change and they no longer can keep the promise, either because they, they personally can't keep it or they can't keep it because of something that you've done. It's like, I promise to give you a car at 16. I'm going to give you a car. Everybody celebrate. I'm going to give you a car at 16. But I come to find out you were driving at 15 and you were drinking, and so I can't, you're not responsible enough, so now I can't do it. See, God don't have any bloopers like that. 
You all understand what I'm saying? But man can't. Whatever God says, I'm, if he talks to you and he says, I'm going to do this because he knows who you are, he knows the things that you're subject to do, he knows your tendencies, he knows the test that's going to come after he promised you he was going to do what he was going to do. But then God says, if you will say that I am faithful, regardless of what that track record is, he said, I'm true to my word. I'm going to do what I said. I don't care if you had all kinds of mistakes, ups and downs. He said, because I already saw this. I already saw it. I already saw you making mistakes. I already saw it. But I'm trying to prove to you that I'm faithful. So I know what I'm going to do for you at the end of your testing period to see that you, you know, still trust and believe in me. He said, I'm still going to do what I said. Because I know at the end of this, you will have learned a lesson. So I can still do it for you. Amen. Glory to God. That's, that's, that's so you don't beat yourself up over a decision or a multitude of decisions or <laughs> flood of decisions. <laughs> if you hurry, God, say it. If, if he, I'm telling you, if you hurry, God, we act like God is not God. We act like God is a man. God is God, and God does whatever God wants to do. God is God. See, it's condemnation that comes in and make you think you don't qualify anymore. But if God said it, you still qualify. He knew, he knew, he knew. I'm telling you, he knew. Because he wouldn't be God. And we say that he's Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, do you think he ain't filling in the middle? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's everybody read that first phrase. God is not. Oh, please, come on. After I did all that, God is not a man. Listen, this is a good thing. We're going to read to the first comma. Come on, everybody. God is not a man. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can tell you can, you can tell you can tell your circumstances that. I'm a man, but God is not a man. Glory to God. If I if I can't do it, he can and he will. Because God is not a man. You might need to stand in the mirror and tell yourself. Deborah, God is not a man. Stop freaking out. Stop getting off. He's not a man. Hallelujah. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said and will he not do? Or has he spoken and will he not make it good? And before I read this, This king tried to rent a prophet, pay a prophet off. It's like, you know what? I see that the children of Israel, I mean, it's a big old huge group of them. They seem like they're a threat to me. So what I want you to do, prophet, I want you to come and I want you to curse them. I'm going to give you some money and then I want you to curse them because it's too many of them. So, uh, you know, they make the deal. I mean, several times they had to go back and forth because he's like, you're not doing what I'm asking you to do. Listen, I, I keep telling you and you just keep blessing them. So, okay, 
tell me, okay, I'm going to give you your wages, and I want you to go, and I need for you to put a curse on them. Understand, C-U-R-S-E, put a curse on those people. So he goes, I mean, he has a few challenges in between the donkey talks to him and all that other stuff. But anyway, read the story if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, donkey was talking to the prophet, but nonetheless. So he goes, and so here he is again. So he started telling him, listen, God is not a man. I'm a man, I took the money, I was coming up, and I was going to do my thing, but God is not a man. So in spite of what I was going to try to do, I, when I opened my mouth, only thing I could do is bless these people. So he's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm sick of you. You know, I don't even know why he didn't go get another one, but he didn't. He's still dealing with the same one. And so he's telling him, God is not a man that he should lie. You know, what he said he's going to do. And then he says, this is what he said. Listen, king, behold, I have received a command to bless. He said, because God has blessed. He said, and I can't reverse what God has blessed. You can, you can give me all the gold, all the silver. You can keep me. You can say I can be a kept man for life. But when I open my mouth, because God is not a man and he's blessed these people, can't, I, can't, I can't do my mouth won't. I can't formulate the words. They just won't. I open my mouth and I got to bless them. I got to bless him. I got to bless him. So, and he did. He said, it don't really matter what you give me. It don't matter what you give me because God has given a command to bless. I am a man. I can't reverse that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because God is faithful. Amen. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 23. Still in the New King James. And he says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope, our expectation from what God has said, without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. God said, I'm faithful. Yes. You need to rely on me. You need to depend on me. I'm trustworthy. God, he, he even talks about, uh, what is it? Uh, I didn't write it down. Did I write it down? I didn't. He says that he does not alter the things that come out of his mouth. He said, I, I don't alter what I say based upon anybody. I am who I am, and I'm faithful to my word. I'm faithful to my word. You, but you ha we have to understand this, and we're talking about money and those type of things. God is a jealous God, too. He don't want to be sharing, you know, Satan supplied me a little over here, and then God gave me a little bit over there, and together, you know, I got a good working thing here. He's like, uh-uh, no, mm -mm, nope, mm -mm. that doesn't work. That doesn't work for me. And, you know... Tests come to us to show us where we are. Not that God does it. It's just living life. 
is living in this world, we have to choose. We have to choose who we're going to serve, who we're going to say is actually Lord over my life. I want to read to you uh, Luke chapter 16 and verse 13. And I want to read it to you out of the Passion Bible. This is actually going to be our concluding scripture here. Luke chapter 16 and verse 13, it says, It is impossible for a person to serve two masters at the same time. You will be forced. This is where the tests come in. You will be forced to love one and reject the other. One master will be despised and the other will have your loyal devotion. It is no different with God and the, excuse me, it is no different with God and the wealth of this world. You must enthusiastically love one and definitely reject the other. He says you can't be trying to dig into two different buckets. Little bit of God, little bit of the world, little bit of God, little bit of the world. He says, no. He says, one day, you're going to come heads to head, and it's going to be, do I trust God? Or do I trust money? Everybody, every, it, come, it comes to everybody. Everybody has to, has to make that choice. Some of you are like, huh? Even if you were a little kid, because we don't want anybody, you know, like, yeah, I did that last week. Uh, <laughs> God said to do something, but what, what you were drawn by the promise of a man to do something else to, to fulfill what you needed or what you wanted. As a little kid, have you ever stolen anything that you shouldn't have taken Y'all just trying to make me get down on the other. No, Pastor Deborah, I've never had to choose. I mean, I, 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 I always do what God tells me to do regardless of, of the dollar amount on it. I mean, I just, I mean, even if I worked it out in my budget and decided that this is what I need to do, I mean, it was like, you know, I got my budget over here, God, and, 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 and you're asking me for this, but that's really not in my budget. So uh, uh, the only reason that I'm not going to give you this is because I have it budgeted when in actuality the reason I'm not going to give it to you is because I'm afraid. And I don't really trust you, not yet. Okay, so I don't know. It happened to me. So y'all saying ever since y'all became a believer? <laughs> it ain't never happened to y'all. I mean, God, God told me to get 10%. I walked up in the church first time I got there, said, get 10%. I was like, hey, you're my 10%. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> But God is saying that it, 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 it becomes a choice. And so, um, prayerfully, I believe this is where God may have me to go on Sunday. There's a scripture in Genesis chapter 47, verse 15, that says, when money faileth. When money faileth. When money faileth. 
the faithfulness of God will kick in. Mm -hmm. That is if you found God to be faithful. You can go read it. It's a wonderful, wonderful account of money failing and what happened with people. Amen. Amen. These people had a lot, but money failed. Amen. Well, Heavenly Father, we just give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord God, that... Uh, you love us so much that you would never, ever really leave us at the mercy of the enemy. I thank you, Lord God, that he is cunning, but he's not smarter than you. <laughs> he's crafty, but he's still not smarter than you. And Father, I thank you because you love us so much that you would open our eyes and help us to understand the kingdom of God that we live in, the promises that God, that you have made to us and how faithful you are and how you will always come through. Hallelujah. You will always come through. So Father, no matter what is happening around us, what may be said concerning us, you are still faithful. And I thank you, Lord God, that when we are tested because we live in this world, I thank you, Lord God, that we will remember that you are faithful where it may look like we're losing. On the contrary, because we trust you, we will win because that's what the faithful amen says. And we just give you the praise and the honor for it in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah, God is not, amen. God is faithful. Thank you for watching the message today. I pray it was a blessing to your life. Remember, you can always like and subscribe to our page and be notified when new messages are available. Have a blessed day.